Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Today marks one year since the Lore of the Rings podcast launched. I am humbled and excited at what the past year has been for this show. I want to share a little on how this podcast came to be. My love for Lord of the Rings started when I was perusing books in my grade school library, and I came across a book with an amazing sounding title, The Talismans of Shannara by Terry Brooks. I picked that up and I read a few other Shannara books. Because of that, I made a life goal to become a fantasy novelist, a goal I have not yet completed. A year or so later, my older brother said, you know, Terry Brooks basically just stole from J.R.R. Tolkien. And I was like, what? So I pulled The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings off the shelf in my home. My dad had them in the family library, and I was hooked. I don't remember exactly when I first read the books, but I do remember sitting in a movie theater to watch Peter Jackson's Fellowship of the Ring, and my lifelong love for Middle-earth was cemented. My birthday is in December, and as a teenage boy, I was the perfect target market for the movies. So my birthday present for three years in a row was going to the theater to see The Lord of the Rings. I still have the ticket stubs. By the way, the day before this episode airs marks 20 years since the release of The Two Towers, and last week was 10 years from the release of The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. As I said, I don't remember exactly when I read the books, but I do remember in high school, after I had read them, my older brother said, You know, Sauron, he's only a servant. There's an even worse bad guy. And I was like, What? And then he showed me my dad's original copy of The Silmarillion, published by Ballantine Books in 1977. Lifelong love turned into borderline clinical obsession. I was hooked. I read The Silmarillion, and I read it again and again. People started asking me questions. Why don't the elves and dwarves get along? Who were the ancient kings that Aragorn is descended from? Who is Tom Bombadil? And I was delighted to have answers. I developed advice for readers of The Silmarillion, which I've shared before and I'll share again. The first time you read The Silmarillion, don't try to follow all the characters. Just zoom out and get a high-level understanding of the major story arc. The second time, start to follow some of the major characters. You don't need to remember all names and connections, those will come in time. The third time, everything will fall into place and will be the most enjoyable read yet. And that's where I landed for several years. My wife's Christmas gift to me for the first Christmas after we were married was my own set of Lord of the Rings, so I wouldn't keep stealing my parents' books. I had read The Silmarillion three times and continued answering people's random Lord of the Rings questions. But then I strayed. Because I had fond memories of watching Star Trek with my dad as a kid, I strayed into Star Trek books. Because my good friend was a master Jedi of Star Wars lore, and episode 7 was about to come out, I strayed to a galaxy far, far away in books, movies, and TV series. Yet, as boundary-pushing, thought-provoking, and entertaining as those universes are, I wasn't at home. I wasn't grounded. I wasn't, dare I say, entirely enchanted. So I turned back to the Silmarillion. I read it again, and added to my advice for reading it. 
the fourth time you read it, you'll feel like you're coming home. Home to a Middle Earth that draws you in, enchants you with charming hobbits, horrifies you with spiders or skeletons in dark places, and mystifies you with powerful, immortal beings striving to make Middle Earth in their own image. At some point, the idea of starting a YouTube channel entered into my brain. I don't remember why or when, but the idea bounced around up there for a while. Eventually, I started experimenting with podcasts, starting two or three different shows on various topics before I turned my creative energies to Tolkien's mythology. And if you're curious, and I don't blame you if you're not, none of those earlier podcasts I started are active right now, but send me a note if you want to know what they are. And then Amazon Studios gave me the final excuse to try. They announced a TV show based on Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. At the time, we had no idea what that show would be. We didn't even have a name for it. Somehow, we started to refer to the show as LOTR on Prime or Latron Prime. As the buzz increased, I found myself again answering a lot of questions from a lot of people. To refresh myself, I turned back again to the Silmarillion and I added to my Silmarillion reading advice. The fifth time you read the Silmarillion, you can start a podcast. As I mentioned before, last year marked 20 years since The Fellowship of the Ring was released in theaters. So to mark the anniversary, and in honor of my first real dive into Middle-earth, I chose December 19th, 2021 as the launch date for the Lore of the Rings podcast. Except longtime listeners will remember a different name for the podcast, The Beginner's Guide to the Lord of the Rings. That's a mouthful of a name, and my wife, who has an eye for design, suggested I should make a real logo. Some of you participated in a survey, and we landed on a new name, Lore of the Rings, Wander the World of J.R.R. Tolkien. And here we are, 74 episodes later. We've wandered the Silmarillion chapter by chapter. We've connected the movies to the ancient lore of the First Age. We've broken down each trailer and episode of Amazon's Rings of Power. We've wandered into the appendix to the Lord of the Rings. And that's the story of how this podcast came to be. But what about you? I would love to hear your story of how you fell in love with Middle-earth. Please send me a note. You can find me at Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Lore of the Rings Podcast or use the email in the show notes. I'm always thrilled when a listener reaches out to say something like, thank you for making the Silmarillion make sense. And I would love to hear how you came across Tolkien's enchanting world. I'd like to share some audience numbers and provide you some thoughts on what this show will tackle in the next year, as well as share a way that you could win an Amazon gift card. We'll do that right after this break. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's look at the past year of the Lore of the Rings podcast by the numbers. We are just shy of 90,000 total downloads. That's thanks to all of you. Most popular episode is number one. The Beginning of Middle-Earth, 
with nearly 6,000 total downloads. Thank you. Shout out to all the Spotify listeners, which should be about 46% of you. You dominate the other listening platforms. The Lore of the Rings podcast has been listened to in 127 different countries. That's one of the weirdest things to wrap my mind around. Top five listening countries are the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and the Netherlands. Other countries that I was surprised to see have at least one download include the Philippines, Turkey, China, Korea, and Sri Lanka, and many, many others. Thank you to our growing global audience. According to Spotify, 21% of you follow the show. Thank you for that. And the other 79% of you hit that subscribe button and wander Middle Earth with us. I've often referred to this show's listeners as Wanderers. That nickname is inspired by the description of Aragorn. Not all those who wander are lost. Well, according to Spotify, this show's listener podcast personality is Adventurer, meaning that we venture into the unknown, looking for new insights. Thanks for wandering Middle-earth with me. I share all of these numbers with you for two reasons. One, so you can see that this community of Middle-earth wanderers is strong, global, and growing. And two, to say thank you to all of you for listening and supporting this show. And speaking of supporting this show, there are so many ways that you can support the Lore of the Rings podcast. Sharing the show with someone you know is number one. So much of our growing audience began to listen because someone they know recommended this show. You can leave a rating and review. Thank you to the handful of you who have already done so. If you would like to purchase your own copy of the Tolkien books I commonly reference, you can use the links in the show notes. The Atlas of Middle-Earth is a top item. There's also some discounts to Amazon services like Prime or Audible if you're interested in those. Your financial support is also highly appreciated. You can buy me a wafer of Lambas at buymeacoffee.com slash L-O-T-R podcast. I have a goal to reach $1,000, and when I do, I will send a copy of Tolkien's Silmarillion, signed by me, to one listener who has supported the show along the way. For the truly appreciative listener, you can sign up for a monthly membership. If you would like to be credited as an executive producer of this show, sign up for the Elf Level Membership at buymeacoffee.com slash L-O-T-R podcast. So, what's next for Lore of the Rings? In answering that question, I want to invite all of you to have a say in where we wander from here. I'll throw out a few ideas, but I want your input. Give me your feedback on these ideas by answering a short survey. I'll put a link to the survey in the show notes for this episode, as well as on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll have the survey open until midnight on December 31, so don't delay, because I will choose two random survey respondents and send them each a $15 Amazon gift card. Okay, here's a few ideas. Finish wandering through the appendices to The Lord of the Rings. Chapter-by-chapter breakdown of The Hobbit. Chapter-by-chapter breakdown of The Lord of the Rings as a whole book. I've even thought about doing a page-by-page lore exploration of The Lord of the Rings, but that's like a thousand pages, which seems pretty daunting. We can look at the unfinished tales. We can look at the nature of Middle-earth. We could even do a breakdown of the great tales books, including Baron and Luthien, The Children of Húrin, The Fall of Gondolin, and The Fall of Númenor. We can explore some of Tolkien's non-fiction writing, like On Fairy Stories or The Waldman Letter. A minute-by-minute breakdown of Rings of Power Season 1, except that might turn into more of a roast than I would like. We could start exploring the 12-volume set The History of Middle-Earth, which, if you can believe it, I actually don't own a copy, so I'd have to find one. Maybe we could take a look at Tolkien's non-Middle-Earth writings, like Farmer Giles of Ham. 
Or we could pop back to a chapter-by-chapter -chapter commentary on the Silmarillion again. There's really so much more to explore in Middle-earth. If you have a suggestion, send it to me. And remember to respond to the survey so that you can have a part in the future of this show, and maybe win a $15 Amazon gift card. Before we go, I want to share the reason why I do this podcast, and I feel that a quote from a hobbit would articulate that reason well. This quote is from Frodo to Sam, after Frodo says that he is leaving the Shire. Quote, You will read things out of the Red Book, and keep alive the memory of the age that is gone, so that people will remember the great danger, and so love their beloved land all the more. Thank you for wandering Middle-earth with me. And if you want to stick around for another minute, I have a few bloopers from previous episodes. Don't worry, I laugh at myself all the time. And I think you would enjoy laughing at me too. So here goes. Talking tweet. Talking tweet. Talking tweet. Tweet, 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 tweet. Like on Twitter. Talking tweaked and tink, 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 Elrond and Elros were given, quote, an irrecoverable an irrevocable, irrevocable, an irrevocable. Elrond and Elros were given, quote, an irrevocable choice to which kindred they would belong. And always during his travels, Arwen would watch out. And always during his travels, Arwen would Arwen would watch. Arwen would would Arwen would watch where. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Arwen would watch over him in thought. For eight, for <laughs> Thus Gondor gained an ally on it. Ally? Great. Thus Gondor gained an ally on its northern border. Quote, And what is that horrid creature? And what is this horrid creature? A goblin mute. A go oh, man. In the forest, Gandalf found. An in, the, in the fortress, Gandalf found. In the in 1693, Sauron wait Ray rages war. In 2251, the Numenorians are starting to rebel against the Valar and the elves. Against the Valar and the elves, the Numenor Rohan and Gondor are at. Well, I hope that made you laugh or at least smile. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raise your hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, 
and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within five or ten minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.